Hey everyone, welcome back to the Midnight Movie Professional. I'm your host, Scott. Now, now tonight is going to be a bit of a fun night for me. I'm going to be going to see the new Michael B. Jordan film. It's his first debut as a director. It is the new Rocky Balboa film, Creed 3. Now, I'm doing this just to remember that I'm going to do this as part one. I am just giving you all a little bit of a brief background on the Rocky franchise. This is a film franchise that's nearly 50 years old. It first started in 1976, and it has been going for a good solid 40 plus years, good something like that. Yeah, 47 years or so. And this is the ninth film, the third spin-off in the Creed franchise, as part of the franchise. And this one stars uh, Michael B. Jordan, like I said. Uh, Tessa Thompson, I think the name was, if I recall correctly. I'll double check who is in it, because I'm also going to mention this podcast. When it does get released fully, it will have some spoilers. So I wanted to make sure you all knew and were very much warned, honestly, because I don't want to give you a warning and say, nope. At this moment in time, I'm just trying to double check who's in it. I believe that everyone that is in it is Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, John Majors, Wood Harris, Florian, Monteau, Felicia Rashad. But yeah, this upcoming review is going to have a lot of spoilers. So again, I'm, I'm apologizing now before I actually review it. I hope that you all will enjoy the review. This is only part one. Part two will have the second warning. So if you have not remembered the first part of this warning, you know that you need to back out now. I do think I'm going to enjoy this movie because I can definitely say the previous films I've enjoyed. I didn't like Rocky Five. Rocky Six just didn't feel like it was needed. Uh, Creed One was a good idea. A couple years later, a good solid spinoff with uh, Sylvester Stallone in it again, which was nice. Like as uh, Rocky Balboa to help set it up, which was nice. Creed 2 was, I think, the best so far out of this spinoff franchise. But I feel like it might... Like, I'm not going to say it's the best overall of all the Rocky films. To me, the best has to be... Uh, it's toss-up between 2 and 3. I still like the original. But when I had to choose one, that's my absolute favorite out of everything so far. It would have to be either Rocky 2 or Rocky 3. I'm probably going to say, with my gut right now, it is Rocky 2. But again... This is part one. Part two will resume very much after I am finished watching the movie. And this will probably come out after midnight on the 3rd of uh, March. And it will be released on the 4th, sadly. But I guess that is the time it is during the box up this opening weekend. So it will be an amazing time to watch this movie. I should have done an earlier screening that I decided to do a later one. Because I thought, you know what? Midnight Movie Professionals. It's one of those things that it's like, eh, why not? It's as early as I can get and as comfortable as I feel till the next day. Anyways, but I'll definitely say that I also did something for this comeback occasion and I got myself a PhD stick and I kind of say it was quite enjoyable. I'm probably going to have to get another one later this month, but that's a different story for a different time. But I just wanted to remind everyone, this is part one. Part two will have a quick warning and a quick countdown to when it actually begins. So... Yeah, I hope you're all excited to hear me ramble on in part two. Because part one is ending now, and part two is about to begin right about 
Now. Warning. This Midnight Movie Professional review of the movie Creed 3 is going to have a very heavy spoiler alert ahead. This is going to be a review of the movie that I just came out of, and you will be in for a ride starting in 3, 2, 1. Hey everybody, welcome back to Midnight Movie Confessionals. I'm your host, Scott, and well, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back again. I got back in the ring one last time. This was a fun experience. What am I talking about? I am talking about the movie Creed 3. This is a movie that's been, um, more or less a long time coming, I feel like. I remember liking the original Rocky films. I didn't like 5 a whole lot. I know 4 has its moments of being kind of whatever. I know Stallone did his uh, remaster of it, whatever you want to call it, director's cut, back in 2021. I was going to do a review on that, but that review got horribly scrapped, and this is my first experience doing one on the Rocky films. I feel like it's a bit of a curse, it feels like. But anyways, as I said in my intro, this movie is directed for by the by the very first time director Michael B. Jordan, who stars in this movie. He's kind of done it. Like he also did help. Like he didn't help create the story, but the story was done by Ryan Coogler, Kenny Coogler, Zach Balin. It was produced by Erwin Charles Winkler, William Chartoff, David Winkler, Ryan Coogler, Michael B. Jordan, Elizabeth Raspado, Jonathan Clickman, and Sylvester Stallone. And the movie, again, starring Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, Jonathan Majors, Wood Harris, Florian, Muntanao, and Felicia Rashad. And this movie starts in the very beginning in 2002, where Donnie Creed sneaks out with his best friend Damian Anderson, known as Dame, to watch Dame compete in an underground boxing match. After Dame wins, Donnie encounters a man named Leon, whom I guess he knew from his group home past that he horribly attacks. And then it jumps to 15 years later when Donnie decides to go up against pretty Ricky Conlon one last time in a rematch of their first fight in South Africa in 2017. And this is the last time, this is the last fight he's apparently doing because after this fight, he is retiring from the game completely. He's retiring from boxing 100%. I applaud Donnie for doing something like that. It is a bold statement to do such an act like that. But again, that is his decision to do something like that. So anyways, he's decided to go ahead and do that. We jump to 2023 after a couple years, like, uh, well, not 2023, 2020, three years after he's retired, Donnie's now running Delphi Boxing Academy with Tony Evers, Lil Duke Jr. to promote his student world champion Felix Chavez, also known as El Guerrero. Meanwhile, Dame has been released from prison and visits Donnie. He reveals that he's kept in shape and still desires to box, leading Donnie to invite him to become a sparring partner for Chavez against Lil Duke's objections, which I can understand. And Dame boxes very well with his aggressive style does draw scorn from Chavez and Little Duke. Even Donnie also started to notice this a little bit too. He's a little too heavy on the gloves, you could say. 
And one night, he comes over to visit Donnie at his house, where Bianca learns that Donnie and Dane spent time at a group home, which Donnie never told her at all. I never, I never told her that. And even at a party for uh, Bianca's record label, there's a fight that's, that kind of happens with Victor Drago and Chavez, where Drago is attacked by an unknown assailant. His injury cast out on the fight. And he's pretty much laid up for six months, apparently, so they can't do the fight with him. And Chavez really wants someone to fight him for the championship belt. So, um... Donnie suggests Damien as an opponent pitching an underdog fight, much like Rocky's first title shot in the first Rocky movie, and the second in a sense. And, uh, which Chavez doesn't skip, but Dame starts to fight very dirty, winning the championship... The heavyweight undisputed championship with the undisputed heavyweight championship. And after the match, Donnie visits his mother who shows him letters that Dane wrote to Donnie while in prison. One like um shows him a photo of the guy that attacked Drago, which really gives him some horrible red flags. And like Donnie, I mean, it makes him think, what the fuck is going on now? Mom, what are you telling me? And it's just like, whoa. You realize he now fucked up trusting his friend, eh? And it's like, whoa, man, you got screwed. But anyways, what happens after that, it seems to be that, um... Dame orchestrated the attack just so he become champion. Donnie goes to confront him and ends up with a black eye after the attempt. And after he's tried to, uh, like, uh, Block out his past. He's unable to confide. He's having difficulties fighting Bianca. He even says, like, after his mother dies of a stroke and his mother starts addressing him as Apollo, he reveals what happened to Bianca. And they almost carried, like, uh, caregiver, one of the caregivers in the group home. And, um, he hit the children a lot. That's why Dame and Donnie decided to attack him. And his buddies attacked Donnie, causing Dane to pull up with a gun. Cops arrived. Donnie was able to flee. Dane was arrested, sadly. And he's been trying to dock, block out that memory, but he never cut because Don, he never contacted Dame. He tells Bianca there's only way to bring him down, and he decides to fight him. He goes on to the First Shake podcast where Dame calls in to goad him into taking uh, taking the fight, which they accept. Well, he all they both accept. Completely, they hold it in Dodger Stadium, which was kind of cool to see, to see a fight happen there. Usually you have it at Massive Square Garden or maybe at the, maybe at the Olympic Coliseum, maybe, but this is for the belt, man. This is for the, the be all, end all, Battle of LA sort of fight, man. This is going down hard and it's just like, wow, it's pretty impressive. And, uh, they doubled the Battle of Los Angeles. Donnie faces Damon in a grueling but evenly matched affair in the 12th and final round. Donnie uses some of Little Duke's advice and, uh, takes advantage of Damon's energy that's been completely drained. And, uh, it delivers a knockout win for Donnie, who gets the championship and the match again, but he reconciles with Damon. Both men admitting it was not each other's fault. And Donnie decides to join Bianca and Amar in the ring in an empty stadium where she pretends to box. Well, where he, Donnie, I mean, pretends to box with Amar. And he just kind of looks up into the sky, thinking that Apollo and 
like, like I'm not gonna say Rocky is dead, Rocky Balboa. I'm gonna say he's probably doing whatever, but he's still kind of looking up in the sky, probably doing the same thing with Apollo, probably just smiling. And uh, he leaves the ring, and that's actually how this movie ends. Now, I know this was a bit of a short podcast. I will definitely say there are a lot of moments in this movie that were very well done and organized. For a very first time directorial debut for Michael B. Jordan, who does seem to know what he's doing in this film, I have to agree. He knew what he was getting himself into. He's been advertising this movie quite a bit in certain cineplexes, I've noticed. And he's also been doing it in a sense of like, he's been saying, you gotta see it on the big screen. And it's like, I did today. And I have to say, this is quite the experience, to say the least. I never expected to hear such amazing, dramatic tones out of everyone in this movie, but I did, and it's just, it's incredible. I have to say, it's incredible. But another thing is, about this movie, it's just like, the music that was done was fantastic. Joseph Shirley scored it, and um, he's part of Lobo Goransson's team, who was one of the teams scoring for the first two films in the series as a technical score engineer and score programmer, but also um, Dreamville and J. Cole did a song and also executively produced the original soundtrack. Now, I don't know if there will be a fourth movie of this franchise, but I do hope there will be. I mean, it would be interesting to say the least to see another one happen, mostly because of the fact that one, this movie definitely left me with a huge well what now what's gonna happen sort of feeling and I want to know what's gonna happen because right now we don't know anything of what's gonna happen if it does seem to be the case that they make a fourth film I will be happy to go see it again I'm just hoping it's not gonna involve any more enemies from the past or anything like that this one as the only one that didn't feel like there was enemies of the past, really, was the first one in the Creed franchise. The second one, maybe like it was Victor Drago going up against Apollo, like against Adonis Creed, Apollo Creed's son. I get that he has Rocky Balboa in his corner because his dad's no longer there. I get that. That's fine. But this one just felt like another, like you're running from your past. You have a rematch with a guy that you fought before and you won against. That's fine. You did it one last time to maybe see if he could win, but he didn't. You beat him. You were undisputed. I get it. That's fine. Now, I have to say, the biggest issue for me on this one was the fact that, one, it just it ended in a way where it was like, it ends with a huge what now sort of feeling for me. And it's like, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen next. But if they do make a fourth one, I'll be happy to see it. But right now, I don't want to see another, like, enemy from Rocky's past show up or something like that. I don't want to see um, Tommy Gunn or something like that, like, have a kid. And now he wants to go up against Apollo Creed's son or something like that. Like, it's just not going to make sense. It's going to feel completely unfair but this time at least it was an enemy from donnie's past not someone from rocky's past 
which was nice. I mean, we do see Victor Drago again. It seems like he's kind of mellowed out now, which is nice. But at the same time, it doesn't feel like it was needed to see him. Like, I don't know why we had to include him in this movie, but I just... It just didn't make sense to me to have Victor Drago back in it unless, like, he and, like, Adonis were having, like, a bit of a, a friendly rivalry and became kind of friends after the fight, which I don't know if that actually did happen. It doesn't really show, like, they don't, it's a bit of a plot hole, I guess. But it's a plot hole I'm okay with, if that makes sense. I uh, can definitely say... This movie blew me away. For the first movie in 2023, like for movies that I've seen so far, because I've only seen maybe one or two that are brand new, this one blew me away. Now, what am I going to give it for a score? Well, I had to really dig deep hard into this movie. I had to dig deep into my soul to get myself prepped for this day. Which I did. I also could say the way I prepped was I worked out horrendously long today. Not like I normally do. But anyways, I did that while listening to Bill Conti on repeat. Yes, I listened to the original guy that did the original soundtracks of the first couple of Rocky movies. With Gonna Fly Now and all that shit. I apologize for the swearing again, everyone. But anyways, this was something that I kind of just did because I was like, why not, right? Might as well do something and have fun with it. I did that. Had a good, bur I had a good like, meal overall for that. I had a Philly cheesesteak after I went to the gym. It was a fun morning and afternoon. I will definitely say that uh, the rating I'm going to give the movie Creed 3 is a solid. If I'm having to give it a, if I have to go the full distance with this sort of film. I go, instead of using my out of 10, because it is a boxing movie, if I had to go into overtime past the 12 rounds, I would do so. I could definitely say I would do so 100% because of the fact that one, it's one of those things, really, just to do something that incre incredibly, uh, I guess, stupid, you could say. I don't know if you want to say that. But I could definitely say it is definitely something I'm happy I've done. And right now, if I had to go for the full distance like I did, this movie gets the equivalent of 9 out of 10. It goes the full 12 rounds, but the winner is not Creed 3. There's not a Donuts Creed in this sense, you could say. He got the he got close, but it was it was a very close call in a sense. He didn't get the full actual win. I'm wrong. He does, but he doesn't get like it full like in his favor in a sense. It's more like a split decision down to the judges. You know, like that's how I would describe it right now. But again, if we do get a fourth movie of the Creed franchise, or Creed side of the franchise, which could be possible if Michael B. Jordan decides to direct it again. Which I hope he does. I enjoyed him directing it. I will definitely say if he does do so. I want something to be another. I want it to be another enemy that we've never seen before. Or just someone that he's decided. Because you can say he's decided to retire. But he's now 
doing what he did, like what Rocky kind of did in Rocky Balboa. Retired completely, but now run the gym. But he could also find himself saying, like, I want to train someone to do what he did with, like how Rocky did with him. Train someone to fight, like someone that, he, like, that they want to fight for the championship title, but he's not able to because of something that happens. And in turn, Creed jumps in to fight one last time. And that's it. I don't know. That's just my idea of what could be a good idea for a movie. Might not have ever happened that way. We don't know for certain, but I do know one thing is for certain that this is going to be a, a good installment. I definitely think it'll be worth everyone's wait. And if you are a fan of Creed and Rocky, go check it out, man. It is definitely worth your time and your effort and your money. Go check it out on the big screen. I don't care if you go see an IMAX. I don't care if you go see an IMAX 3D or whatever sort of format you go see it in. I would recommend if you are a loyal Cineplex customer to go check it out in Screen X, which is quite the incredible format. But unless you're one that wants to spend a little bit more money for something else, go check it out in Ultra AVX with D-Box or IMAX. It is your choice. I will not judge how you watch it, but just check it out how you want to check it out. I will definitely say this has been quite the journey today. Will I be happy to do another movie like this? Absolutely. Will be the next movie? I have no exact clue, but there are two in May I want to go see. One of which I want to see a lot. I already have my ticket for it. The other, I'd be okay if I just had to use a free movie ticket to go see it. But... At the end of the day, folks, this has just been a movie that I enjoyed. You might not like Creed 3. You might not like any boxing movies. Heck, you might not like any sports movies whatsoever. And that's fine. That's fine. But until next time, folks, you will either catch me on Midnight Movie Confessionals, another TV series I decided to do that's declassified, or you'll catch me doing Music from the Curator's Share. Until next time, folks, this is Scott signing out. And... Transmission.